Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. And I'm just going to leave Tyler alone to deal with the last two movies of this franchise. I'm I'm just done. I'm calling the quits, everyone. You, you can call me when it's done. I mean, I'm Alex. And this week, we are talking about the Twilight Saga Breaking Eclipse. I think New we should have a rule. Dawn. Okay. So, so one of the qualifications for a franchise that we review is that it has to be at least three movies in length, right? Sure. I think that by the time we get to the third film, if we want to be done with that franchise, <laughs> we should just be done with it. There are some franchises I would have I would have taken that option on a long time ago. So, uh, yeah, I think, out of respect I think... for any franchise we we review after the Alien Predator franchise. Um, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I'd, I'd take most of the Alien or Predator movies over this. Disagree. Most. I said most. <laughs> or would it be most though? Would it be most? Yeah. Let's let's lay the numbers out because I was just thinking about the fact that I never really hit the like this this movie was not good. We'll we'll uh, get to Eclipse. talking about Eclipse. We'll talk about it for twenty it's, minutes. But we, yeah. All right. We we suffered this round, guys. We suffered. So let us live a little. Look look. It's not good. But like surprise, surprise! It sucks. I, I at no point did I have I have I yet entered the existential existential dread of reviewing Alien Covenant Prometheus whatever, <laughs> or like either of the Alien that. versus either of the Alien versus Predator movies. I kind of had it with Alien versus Predator Requiem. I kind of had it with Predator. That. It's it, those are fine, I guess. But I also was just like, I don't care. I want to get out. <laughs> Pretty much the only film that would be in contention for something that, you know, where, where it'd be like, oh, I'm not watching that. I'll take Eclipse any day. It would be Requiem. I think I think for me, I would take this movie, not even necessarily objectively, but also maybe objectively. Not objectively. I can't say, okay, I can't say that. On a production but, level, <clears throat> comparing yes, either like, exactly. Prometheus that or was, Covenant to that. <clears throat> that was my exact train of logic was like, objectively, oh, that's, that's, the, the director actually cares. Okay, maybe not. Let's step back. But in terms of a movie that I would want to watch, uh, or if if you were if you were getting my my worst worst of the worst in terms of making me watch movies I don't want to watch, uh, this movie would get bounced out in like the first round. Like it would go up against like I think I think any of those uh, Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator, Requiem, uh, Covenant, or Prometheus, any of them. I don't care. I don't want them. This movie fascinates like, me. This this franchise fascinates me in terms of the overall uh, cultural uh, reception of it, and and the fact that it is an adaptation, and I can get some more out of that, especially because I am only like a quarter of the way through the book for this. Um, just increasingly falling behind, which I think speaks volumes. <laughs> sure, uh, four volumes to be precise. Oh my god! Uh, but. All things considered, did not just like watch this and think, "Oh my god, that was absolute worst. I hated it. I never want to do anything like this again." It was just like, "Well, that was dumb. It's not very good, is it?" <laughs> On the one hand, Batman vs Superman is one of the worst movies ever made. On the other sure. hand, it's hilarious. Batman vs Superman is not one of those ones that Batman vs Superman would also not get super deep into my. 
my round of 64 or uh, uh, terrible movies, uh, which I should do at some point. I bet I, I bet I could come up with that if I if I was talking about movies that I just do not want to watch. Oh yeah, it would, would not be, be Batman vs Superman. Yeah, that would be on there uh, for obvious reasons. Oh, uh, Batman vs Superman would be on there, but it would not. It would not be. We're not. Be, we're not talking Final Four here. Uh, well, uh, see, it depends because, and this kind of leads into the actual experience of watching this movie. Um, it kind of depends on if I'm watching it in a group setting. Like, am I watching it sure. with you or am I watching it by myself? No, I, I'm thinking of this in the way that I am just watching this alone. I can't do anything else. I have to just watch. I would have fallen asleep so many sure. times while watching this movie. Preferable to Alien Covenant, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, those... those uh, I, think, I think Transformers 4, definitely... Um, Trying to think of other ones where the first uh, maybe, two Hobbit may, movies, probably Suicide Squad. Yeah, the the, the Hobbit, especially that that second Hobbit, uh, half, uh, Justice half League, Half Blood Prince, Half Blood Prince, one hundred percent. A Mission Impossible um, Two for you. Yes, accurate. Uh, there's a lot that I just like do not care about. <laughs> Either of the Matrix sequels. Yes, yes. Terminator Three. There we go. That's the winner. Yeah. Calling it right now. <laughs> Yeah, turn, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot. Of, so, so my point is that it's bad. I think we're both going to give it an F. D- just getting, getting hey, ahead of that. Hey, right spoilers! I'm giving it an F. <laughs> um, we're not giving it an F minus. We we have no like deep set hatred for this, or at least I don't. I don't know about. I, don't know I what want over there. to like it. I want yeah. it to be something representing good. <laughs> it's just not. Uh. But all things considered, this movie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. The Twilight put Saga that in. Eclipse, directed by David Slade from 2010, it has a 48% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 60% audience score. Yeah, that one. Uh, <laughs> big asterisks about this one uh, does not does not rank all that high for me. On like, man, that was that was not great, was it? Uh, or, or not so much that, but the the general. Uh, apathy and despair that comes with getting into a franchise that's been going on where, where we're like four or five movies deep and we're like oh dear god why are we still going um i said this movie i i don't i don't want to make any promises about breaking dawn part one and two we'll see how that goes <laughs> but this movie i was just like yeah that was pretty bad wasn't it and i that's... i kind of hated it Sure, sure. And I think it was mostly just because of how boring it was. Like, nothing happens in this movie of consequence. Nothing. At least I could say in New Moon, like, I I didn't like it, and and plot lines were, like, there was a lot of wheel spinning, but at the end I was like, alright, some things have happened. (laughs) This one, I was just like, oh, okay. You had the cliffhanger, the terrible cliffhanger of Bella going, I don't know if I'm going to marry you or not. And then at the end of the movie, she says yes. And I'm like, could have gotten that in the oh, first 30 oh seconds. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot about that. Oh my uh, god. <clears throat> the, the, um... We should get to best things and worst things soon. Yes, we will. Um, in the, the book, we've gone farther. Much farther. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, the, the new moon, uh, I think it's actually an improvement overall in her writing. I, I talked about this on the last episode, but also, like... I finally I did finish it. I am trucking along. I'm hoping to catch up by the fifth movie. Um, the uh, what was I going to say? Um, the the book. I mean, for one, like it doesn't make Jacob like 
this weird like psychopath who just like suddenly turns on a dime and he's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get Edward killed. What of it?" <laughs> and it's 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 actually. Oh hey, like I'm holding your girlfriend. And, Aren't you jealous? Let me look at you like yeah. a, like I'm a like I'm a psychopath. Yeah, it's like it's a not, jealous it's not, psychopath. It's not really any less convoluted. Also, Edward and Jacob don't like randomly fight at the end. Uh, I, I don't know if that happens in this book or not, but uh, anyway. Um, I was gonna say the the Ed, in in New Moon the book Edward proposes to her and or or asks her to to marry him basically and, and she's like no I don't want to do that and then there's like a good there's still like two chapters left at this point and they have like a full conversation about like why she doesn't want to marry him or like, oh, doesn't trust oh, the institution. Oh hold of hold the phone! Are you telling me the characters in this relationship I'm supposed to be invested in? <laughs> Talk to each other. <laughs> I'll I'll do you one better. As I'm reading Eclipse, uh, I'm fascinated by the fact that not only do the characters in the relationship that we're supposed to care about talk about or talk to each other, uh, the other characters who have investments in this relationship and and either want it to fail, usually just want it to fail or are, are concerned about it, uh, she talks to them as well. And they talk to Edward and Jesus Christ! What they, an interesting they, notion. They try to figure out, hey, how are we gonna how are we gonna make this work? Uh, because we got some tension going on here. There's there's so much about so much more with like Charlie, where where he's like like the entire beginning of this book is just the fact that Charlie is like grounded her and hates Edward for what he did to her because he made her turn into like a zombie, uh, when when he left. Yeah, and that and so, I was I was confused as to why he was grounding her at the beginning of the movie because, <laughs> because that did not come across. No, it did not. Like, <laughs> we should go ahead and lay out our experience with watching the movie. So we watched it with several other people because yes. we kind of wanted to make it an, an event. Uh, probably not the greatest idea, <laughs> just in terms of us trying to follow along with what was happening. Sure. But we did have. We did have at least a couple of females in the room that that were more familiar with this material than mm-hmm. we were, and we were pretty much just asking them questions. And some of the answers helped to clear up what was going on, and then some of them, um, not very useful when you're watching a movie and not reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, uh, and, and for and, I, I know, I know, and we've talked about this before. We're not the target audience. You know, at least going into this, I obviously I haven't read the books. Tyler's working on it as, mm-hmm. as we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie still has to work on its own. Like it is the most lazy, pandering thing to just say, "Oh, hey, we can take our audience for granted. They know what's up. They've read the material. Whatever. We can just yeah. we can just throw this stuff at them. Like, could all right? Could you imagine the Marvel movies?" if they made them expecting the audience to have read all of the comic books. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nuts. Like, nobody would go watch them. Right. I I don't get it. I don't get this weird lack of expectations that people have with with these. Um, At least with regards to how it works as an adaptation. Uh, And then then also, for people that say, this movie's not made for me, I mean, sure, that's true, but I'm a diehard James Bond fan, and You Only Live Twice is the worst movie ever made. So, <laughs> um, the that's not true. read I am it's getting from the these so far the is that uh, 
this is the this is uh, the Harry Potter series of Christopher Columbus just continued to direct uh, through movie eight. Like, oh, that's just... funny because I was just gonna say it's like Half Blood Prince on repeat. It's like a sure, sure. it's like a horrible remix. It's, it's it, yeah. You got it's, the it's, DJ it's in got... the corner. Everybody Which keeps is... asking him to put on a new song because he chose one that was terribly mediocre. But the fact that he keeps putting it on repeat, it just gets worse and worse as the night drags on. We we need we should probably address that. When did this movie come out? Two thousand ten. And Half Blood Prince was two thousand nine. Okay. Uh, so New Moon was also two thousand nine. Okay. Jeez, that's insane. Um, Half Blood <laughs> Prince has to be a direct response to Twilight. It like, is. It, like, no, I was just thinking of that that like that movie has so much of like the the in terms of the color palette and it, and it's so bizarre because it's like. Why do you you have you're so much six success. movies in? I think you guys are doing just fine. <laughs> you're six movies in. These things are making bank. The 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 eighth movie will go on to. Um, I think it'll it it sets the record for opening for a while, like a yeah. box office opening for a while or something like that. I could be wrong. Um, um, but yeah, you're you're doing just fine. Like, why do you feel that? Did you look over who who produced the, these movies? Or in terms of studio? I think it was Summit Entertainment and Lionsgate. Okay. So not Warner Brothers. Are they are they uh under any umbrellas or anything? Is that is that are they just their own thing? I'm not sure. I cannot remember at this point. But like yeah, why why would you cannibalize your success cuz you're like they made something that was successful too. Oh no. And then, like, immediately jump over there. Because, like, the, in terms of the weird dialogue in Half-Blood Prince and, like, the color palette and, and the emphasis on the romance that doesn't really work. Because people don't act like real people. Yeah, like... <laughs> Much like Twilight. It's just insane. Um, and I think that is worse, ultimately, than these, and just in terms of, like, an adaptation, because that is marring uh, source material that I actually really enjoy. Uh, and while I wouldn't say I, I'm loving these books, I, I I get them. I understand why they were big. I, I you know, solid quality writing. I think if I was the, the right audience, I would really really get into them. Um, and so it's like, uh, it's just, it's just frustrating, right? So what's your best thing and your worst thing about this piece of crap movie, Tyler? Uh. I guess my best thing is the. Can it specifically be the part where a vampire punches a guy's head off? That's funny because that was going to be my best thing as well. <laughs> All right, we're decided. Joint, joint, joint best thing. Best thing. Yep, that's it. That 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 fight scene at the end, completely pointless. Last thirty seconds, I love the brutality. <laughs> it's just like, oh god, darn. That's that's something. It's it's a very bizarre mix with this 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 terrible plotting romance to have this sudden brutal violence yes. it's it's a very weird combination and i kind of like it <laughs> yeah it does feel um, like they're throwing a bone to the men in the audience sure that is Although kind of what Stephanie it comes Meyer is kind of she has a lot of that in her like the there's a lot of random blood and stuff and like just sort of brutal uh, we I don't think we addressed in the last podcast how like the the Italian vampires they like eat a tourist group. Oh yeah, <laughs> you remember that? That's that's from the book. Like that's and it's and then that was fine. Bella's like traumatized. Like like the, the, there's there's a decent amount of just like what I mean that doesn't seem to 
Do, what? A- do you mean Bella's traumatized in the book? Because like she, yes. she no, seems, no, 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 that's what she seems horrified saying, yeah. for a second in the movie, and then it's never addressed again. Yes. 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 I feel like that's book. a running theme in, this, in these <laughs> terrible, terrible movies. Well, and, and it, again, to go back to to explain again, in, in case you're for some reason just listening to us for the first time with the Twilight Saga eclipse. Um, Dear God, the, may ha- may God have mercy on your soul. We, I think, I think me more more so than you, but but especially me, uh, I I really had a problem with the first two Harry Potter movies uh, because it felt like they just shaved off the events, the, the the actual like they just looked at the the graph of the movie happening. If if you're talking about action versus they, drama, they looked at the Wikipedia summary for the book and then literally just went off of that. Not yes, the it's, it's, not the actual material, the Wikipedia summary that's like a paragraph. It's just the raw details. It's yeah. it's here is the event that happens. Uh, if we can, we'll see how many of these we can touch, and we'll cut out any that don't explicitly forward the narrative, and some that do probably. Um, and then that's all we're gonna have. And, and this feels like that, but like they never course corrected, probably because they were making these all in just an absurd amount of time. Yeah, um, and they keep switching directors every movie. Yeah, because they keep, they're making if, them in I such an absurd amount it, of time. If it's the kind of thing where the director starts the movie and they're like, all right. All right, I've got this this material. It's got potential. You know, the previous movie or movies, you know, kind of had their ups and downs. But I think I can really take it and spin it in a new direction. Mm. Then they get halfway through production and they're just like, the life's gone from them. They're just like, <laughs> I can't do it. No, were all of these is is and Breaking then the Twilight Dawn... Saga eclipse premiered. <laughs> is Breaking Dawn uh, the, the same director for both? I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. We're we're leaving it as a surprise. It sounds good for us, yeah. For us. I'm fine with that. Um, Yeah. It's not great. Not ideal. I don't know what my worst thing is. Um, Probably the fact that I don't remember half of this movie. Yeah. To be fair, we watched it several days ago, but usually movies what? stick more in my mind than, than this What one. happened in the middle of this movie? Maybe that'll jog something bad that I can, um, I can point at. Jacob was carrying uh, Bella through the woods. That was... I believe that was later in the movie, if I... If That's I all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. All right. In, in honor of your analogy... Oh, are you actually going to the Wikipedia summary? Saga. <laughs> All right, well, while you're doing that, I'll go ahead and do my best and worst. So, uh, best thing, as I said, the brutality of the, that fight scene. I like people are just getting their heads knocked off, and it's it's unintentionally funny, but <laughs> yes. in the best possible way. It, it's not like some of the moments where something's supposed to be creepy or, or right. even romantic and it's just like no you're, you're an alien that shot this you don't know how humans actually act yeah. this was just like alright this is pretty pretty awesome it, it was it was very much a um, an echo of the uh, the Hobbit extended uh, third movie whatever that yeah. one's called um, where they, there's just like random incredible blood and gore and like creative violence and it's like wait what i think that's kind of the thing i've come to like if you're gonna be this terrible have some schlock just like go all out and get nuts and this movie does it for about 30 seconds that fight is so inconsequential I, the whole plot of the movie if i can call it a plot is oh victoria is raising this evil army of vampires so she can kill us all and, and get bella 
and then they get taken out by by the Cullens and the the werewolves in in a scene. Yeah. Not even a scene, half a scene. Oh, there's some training and stuff, I guess. That's that's kind of nice. Um Oh, that way we can give uh, Sokka from the last Airbender yeah. some screen time. Good lord. Uh, we get some flashbacks for some of the vampires. Uh, in the third movie, we're finally getting flashbacks and some background yeah. to these characters. <laughs> Good. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Bella punches Jacob. Didn't she break her he... hand? Yeah, after Jacob kisses her. <laughs> okay, to add to the the weird toxic thing that are, are the the romances in this, the the whole th- Jacob's whole argument for constantly pursuing Bella is she doesn't realize she she doesn't love Edward like she actually loves me. She just yes. doesn't realize it. Yes, that is the creepiest thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, where's where's hashtag me too for Jacob? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, basically, his argument is, I'm gonna kiss her until she likes it. That's his argument. And yeah, taken to its furthest extreme. Funny, not funny cool. the parallels we can find between the Twilight Saga Eclipse and Goldfinger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, one of them had charm and style and fun. And the other one was Goldfinger. In, in a, in, in a in a in a gold sprinkling of whimsy, mm-hmm. the other one was gold. <laughs> yeah, uh... I haven't gotten to my worst thing. Oh, I haven't either. It is. Not, I I read the Wikipedia article and it was like even less illuminating than I expected it to be. My worst thing is the ending because it didn't end with a cliffhanger of Jacob going, "Will you marry me, Bella?" <laughs> We got to that scene where where Jacob's like horribly wounded for some reason, and Bella walks in. I, I was hoping to God that it was going to end as a cliffhanger with that. That would have been. But the, no, uh, it went on for like another ten minutes, so she could just say yes to to marrying Edward. And I'm like, eh, that would have been the uh, the the just when I thought you couldn't get any stupider, you go and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> It's like, what does Al Pacino say in uh, Godfather 3? He's like, just when I'm about to get out, they pull me back in. <laughs> oh, if only. If the movie had ended like that, if they had had the gall to end it like that, <laughs> this would at least be a C+. Yep. At least. Yep. Because that's all we would remember about it. I would be like, have all right, that's stood up and applauded if that was the ending. Magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. Yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah, my 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 uh, best thing or my worst thing is going to be something facetious because I hated this movie. <laughs> I legitimately don't understand how we get from like she's in Jacksonville. I think there's a flashback with Rosalie, the 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 pretty vampire. Oh yeah, and... where she gets like mugged and sexually assaulted, and then... yes. And, and then, then okay, so dies? so we have that, and then off screen she goes, yeah. But then, uh, what's what's the dad's name? Carlisle. But then Carlisle found me and turned me. I'm like, all right, show, can, show us the full scene. Like the <laughs> flashbacks in these movies are just the worst. <laughs> 
that scene where they discuss the werewolves first running into a vampire was the most laughable thing. Sure. This might be my best thing, actually. Just the sheer stupidity of this scene. It was weird because I was the only one in our group to start laughing immediately at what was happening. Sure. So basically, the the werewolves are... are, it's, It's like pre-colonial times they meet the first vampire the vampire's attacking them it's about to kill someone but then this lady Native American um, grabs a knife stabs herself in the chest so she starts bleeding profusely so the vampire gets distracted and starts coming after her that way they can trap it and kill it Oh, she could have yeah. just cut her arm. She didn't have to stab herself. Oh, no, 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 no. The best part is that later Bella does the same thing by cutting her arm. <laughs> but, but it's it's not it's it's not like a setup and payoff where it's like, wow, that's kind of dumb. Maybe next time, you know, you should be smarter. And then, you know, yeah, nothing, yeah, you you think there'd be some there's no some connective line. tissue. Bella's like, yeah, that makes sense, and then just like. I could not yeah. stop laughing. It was yeah. just terrible. I completely forgot now, about that. Now, hold on. I, uh, I'm trying to come up with reasons for it to not be terrible. Is the idea that sh- that lady was supposed to be a werewolf? Can werewolves stab themselves? Uh, I, Do they even I bleed? Know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think so, probably. Okay. W- wasn't the idea that she died, though? Yeah. Okay. Sounds right. Maybe she turned into something. I don't remember. Somebody sent us a tweet. Tell us. Tell us <laughs> what 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 is happening. Uh, but yeah, if if the idea is that she stabbed herself and sacrificed herself and died by by literally, <laughs> yeah, just terrible. You could give her the little, little pinprick just on her finger. I think my worst thing about this movie is that. There's just like they they take something that is a a genuine um, sort of attempt at, at teenage romance and and apparently it's pretty successful um, in in terms of just the book being like ah you know there's this this girl that's caught up in a whirlwind of emotions and and uh, it's frustrated with herself and with the world around her and it's a uh, angsty time to be alive and they turn it into like uh girl gets angry at some guys a couple times and then marries one of them i guess correct it doesn't really make any sense is it that's that entire thing is my worst thing though if you can just scrub back and 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 listen to that again that's 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 my I still thing. haven't been given a good answer as to why she's actually attracted to Edward, other than Robert Pattinson's kind of a, a pretty man. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't been given a good answer on that. And you're not going to get one. <laughs> but again, it's the sort of thing of like... I mean, that I'm... I don't know. The the I think the biggest thing that that is missing from this... Um, in a way that I feel like was also maybe... I feel like we might have touched on this for the Harry Potter series, or maybe I'm getting this mixed up with something else. I don't know. Um, is the fact a lot that of movies. Sometimes we have they're just the same. The, the, sometimes they're the Twilight Saga. They're, they're all the same. Um, every movie is actually the same movie. Change my view. 
the Dakota Fanning wa- walks in. I am the author of all your pain. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense now. So, like, there's a lot more humor between Bella and Edward in the books. And that's supposed to be kind of, like, they're supposed to have kind of a snarky, loving relationship. Oh, you mean they have charisma and and character and not just, I love you, Bella. Let's stare into each other's eyes and lay in a field for hours. Yeah. I'm too dangerous. You can't be with me. (laughs) Yeah. Let me kiss your face. (laughs) No, wait, it's too dangerous. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's... The, the the foundation is a lot more like human uh in in the book yeah and so it's kind of like th- we're missing such a huge chunk of that that only continues to get stripped out until now we're just left with sort of this this husk uh just just like a grayish uh like flat colored uh just sort of mirage of people moving around and doing things and like ostensibly having feelings this movie is just a series of subplots and and what's 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 worse than a subplot like i i need half a subplot like there's so little that happens in this movie the the different Sort of like C plots. The, the different C plots just don't mesh together. They just keep ramming into each other. Of just like, oh hey, we're in a different movie now. Yeah. Um, and, and there's just so much wheel spinning. I said that all throughout the last one. I feel like you could genuinely uh, combine New Moon and Eclipse into one movie. Yep. Absolutely. And once again, if you were to tell me the base description in, like, a sentence of what happens in this movie, oh, Victoria creates, like, a rogue band of vampires, and they're mm-hmm. all crazy, and, and, and they're going to attack everyone, and the, the werewolves and the, the Cullens have to unite to, to fight them, all right, that has potential. Yeah. It's, it's so barely touched upon, it's so superficially handled, it's so quickly resolved, and then we could just focus on... Uh, Taylor Lautner's abs and him being just creepy and delivering terrible dialogue and 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 Edward being just standing there and and Kristen Stewart not being able to close her mouth and oh hey there's Anna Kendrick the best person in this movie oh oh she's gone um I hate I think I think it was someone who had the suggestion in one of the later scenes with someone in our group I don't remember who who had the suggestion in one of the later scenes with uh Taylor Lautner with his shirt off that it should have just been while he was talking it should have just been sitting like above his chest and like right under his abs and that should have been the <laughs> entire shot like as he's as he's saying theoretically something important to Bella his abs have more charisma than his face attack his 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 neck muscles man them, <laughs> them traps I don't know if that's the right word but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that uh yeah man they should they should have given them the starring role. Should I'm not like, gonna uh, knock sorry, Taylor Lautner for for the workout regimen. I'm not gonna knock him for that. I'm just gonna knock have... him for uh, agreeing to be in these god awful <laughs> movies. Look, you're not wrong. Uh, Bella's dad continues to be the most likable character in the bunch, other than Andy and Kendrick, continues when he bothers to show up to get nothing to do. At this point, he really should know. Like, he should learn the secrets, yeah. and he should be... Like, like I said in the last one, we need somebody 
not directly connected to all of this, like not a vampire, not a werewolf, that Bella can speak to, and she doesn't right. talk to her friends. Right. So have her dad. That whole bit where she goes what and about? visits her mom. Once again, no point. We don't even like, need her mom to be a thing. And I think that's a problem with that I feel with the books as well, where she she starts to like drift away from her friends, and it's like, is she just in a, an abusive relationship at this point, or yes. like a, a, an emotionally abusive re- yes. relationship at this point? Where the she, answer she's, she's is driven yes. Off all of her friends, and like it makes her a lot less likable. Um, Correct, <laughs> but also she does still see them, and like like Susie Crabgrass's character. Can, what can you tell? What do you take a guess? What is what is the name of Susie Crabgrass's character? Uh, it's Susie Crabgrass. This is a sequel to Nancy Classified uh, School Survival Guide. Accurate, but but can you tell me? Can you tell me who who uh, she she or who that actress plays? Can you can you tell me that? I can't even tell you the actress's name. I just know her as Susie Crabgrass. Well, sure, sure. From a show that I haven't seen in more than a you decade. You just like had to take a take a guess though. Like what? You got any guesses as the name? I think her name is the Twilight Saga Eclipse. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Oh, oh, okay. Well, uh, I, her, I gave it an honest try. Her name, her name is Angela, uh, which could have fooled me. You would ever get from the movies? I don't think you would ever pick up on that. You could have said her name was Pussy Galore, and I probably would have believed how many, you. There are like. How many characters are in these movies? Uh, Ten? Five thousand too many. Oh. There are simultaneously too little characters and too many characters. It's very bizarre. There there are too many... There are too few characters that that we really get in the head of. Um, And we barely even get really get into the head of Bella. But um, there needs to be someone else aside from Bella, Edward, or Jacob that we, like actually have a even like a silly side character who who uh she give give us a darcy from thor the thor movies we we need a whimsical cullen who actually enjoys life and enjoys being a sure something like that yeah give us one of the other one of the cullens what's her face is it alice yes she's she's kind of trying to be that person but she just comes off as more of just the realist of the group or well it begins the movie you begin the movie thinking like, oh, is that where they're going with her? Because like she's she's with them at school and like she seems to be invested in Bella and Edward, and then she just kind of drops out of the movie. Um, Correct. It's, it's it's sort of like uh, we we have too few of those characters. We have too few characters that we actually care about. We only have three really um, that we actually care about, and we get in the heads of, and we we see interacting with others consistently, and then. We have 50 different characters that ostensibly we're supposed to remember and, like, we're, we're, we should theoretically know the names of. Uh-huh. And they just get so... Like, you've got all the colons, you've got the werewolves, um, you've got the Volturi, you've got the Victoria's secret vampire army, um, you've got the... I was going to go with the, the American Eagle... <laughs> vampire army but you sure know. sure yes accurate um yeah you got you got the school kids like there's there's just too many of these who like they all have names 
they're all supposed to be characters that get interacted with in, in some way or form. Okay, that that girl yeah. that gets turned and is part of the evil vampire army, yeah. and then at the end, the Volturi are like, what are you doing here? And then they, like, torture her, and then they kill her. I'm like, who are you? Who is this girl? We saw her in one scene. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's more fleshed out in the book. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's there has to be something with that. They can't have just thrown that in there. Sure, but but at that point, when you're when you're writing the script and you're going, all right, what what are some logical logical things to cut out of this movie? <laughs> that would be one of the obvious things. Yes. Yeah. Why are the Volturi in this movie? Why is anything happening in this movie? I don't know. Another another point I, d- I did want to make about New Moon retroactively, which I'm probably going to do in the next podcast too, as I continue to read the books and be like, oh hey, these are actually competent. Why can't Victoria um, just show up when Bella's sleeping and kill her? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so the the I thought these people had superpowers. I thought this was X Men, but for stupid people. With, with New Moon, how we were talking about how like the the finale has just like a complete. I'm just kidding. If you like Twilight, you're not stupid. The, they're talking about how the finale of the new moon the movie just like suddenly produces an, a different finale yeah. like in the last 15 minutes yeah um it's it's more like the last quarter of the book so like all of that stuff in italy is is a lot more fleshed out and like it's a lot more of an actual like well in, oh, hey, in the book, just because there's a lot more space and room to do stuff sure you're, it, it, it's it you're willing to to go along with that more in in, in terms sure. of oh we feel like you know spinning you know we want to yeah. go in this completely different yeah. direction for this this section of the book movies it's a lot harder to do that just because you have less time and there's a little thing called pacing yes but also proportionally like you can't stop in, i mean obviously like fast forward and rewind you can stop and change your position and whatnot <laughs> but like if it, it, compare seeing this movie in the theater to reading the book the book mm. You can flip around. You can go to a previous chapter. You can you can do whatever you want. You can reread a page if you felt like you read it too fast or you feel like you missed something. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can you skip, can also you can skip sections if you feel like oh well, she's just droning on about uh, Jacob's abs for five pages. <laughs> probably oh, it's still probably going. the biggest um, probably the biggest thing is that you you can put the book down. Yeah. Uh, you can you can read the book in sections of like twenty. Yeah, uh, but like a movie, more, as opposed to a movie, you're not gonna watch. You're not gonna p- watch five minutes of movie, then then pause and be like, all right. Ideally, a off. movie you watch it in a single viewing experience. Yes, that's how they're made to be viewed. Yes, allegedly, allegedly, um, but. My point also is just that proportionally... Then I watch The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta take a few breaks. <laughs> Ooh, this Pro- movie's too long. <laughs> proportionately, uh, the book, it's the last quarter of the book versus, like, an eighth of the movie. Correct. If, if that. Like, it's... Correct. I don't know what they do with the middle of these movies. I don't it's, remember it's, what I watched. It's just a black hole of exposition it feels and like woods. It. <laughs> yes. I'm like, wait, what? When did... Where did we get here? Like, what? I don't remember anything. Like, I remember individual scenes, and I guess if you put them all together, then yes, you do technically get a two-hour movie, but I do not remember You're gonna actually have to tell getting me. through all of these. You're going to have to tell me if the books flesh out Victoria as a character or not. 
Well, so far they haven't really done it. it it's it's less. Does oh, she she's show up this that intrusively in New Moon like she did in the movie? No, that, that's what I think I I, met, I was telling you about this. They never actually like see her. Like Bella thinks she sees her at one point, like from a distance. Yeah, there's no description of like a fight with. The, she's not the reason that uh, Charlie's see, friend. That would dies. be so much better because you have this constant dread in the back of your mind. Exactly. Of, oh God, is she gonna show up? Which A works better in a book anyway, but B when you actually show her, I'm going. Why isn't she attacking Bella right now? That starts up in halfway through Eclipse, and we do not get any insight into what she's thinking or what she's trying to do, other than what they're guessing she's trying to do. Right. Or no, I said Eclipse, a uh, New Moon, up through what I've read in Eclipse, which is like a quarter of the way through it. Um, but like, yeah, that's basically there's just this constant like, oh god, she's out there somewhere. And the the werewolves and the vampires are all freaking out about the fact that she's still out there. And so, like... Also, I don't get why oh. she's that much of a threat. Like, especially in the movie with how quickly they actually kill her. Right, right. Like, yeah. she has no character, and I guess I was glad that Bryce Dallas Howard was here. She she replaced <laughs> the other girl, but... Thanks like, for coming by. But she did nothing! <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there was nothing for her to bring to the role because it's such a nothing part. And then they try and build up a, a faux relationship with her and the main guy who's who's kind of leading this army of vampires. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's this guy? <laughs> Bring back the guy who's the dreadlocks. Bring him back. Laurent or yeah. whatever his name is. Laurent the dreadlocks vampire. Bring him back. I do miss him. Like like have him be be that guy. That's fine. And, and well, it was weird because they they seem to be trying to do a, a metaphor thing, just comparing um, what Sokka's character in, in this Jasper. Jasper. They were trying to compare like his past and and kind of mirror that with 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 this vampire and Victoria in terms of th- this guy kind of leading this army or collecting a bunch of vampires and being being manipulated by a far more experienced oh, yeah. female vampire and. I was watching. I was like, "All of that happens, trying, doesn't it?" They're trying to do something, but it's 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 not coming across. Also, isn't there a weird thing where like there's a cut that goes from the person that used to manipulate Jasper to like them trying or showing them manipulate Victoria and like Bella's or Victoria trying to manipulate him, and then like Bella. I think it's in a Bella dream sequence. Yes, it's in a Bella dream sequence. And then that never goes... Like, I thought that was like, oh, Jasper's gonna, like, betray them or something. Because, like, Victoria's got some power, mutant power, that she can control people. But they never... That never goes anywhere. That would have been interesting. They didn't do it. No, they did not. So I'm like... I don't know. I don't know what I watched. This movie is... Take all the flaws of New Moon and multiply them by about five. Yes. When New Moon was take all the flaws of Twilight, multiply them by about five. We're just getting exponentially worse because they had a weak foundation and they didn't bother to improve it. They had a weak foundation. And they just assumed they like, that everybody would just go with it. They had a weak foundation and then they were like, all right, you got a, you got a week to make the next one. Uh, puns. Yeah. So shines 
one good deed. We haven't role. talked about Belle at, at all, and that's because she's such a nothing character in this movie. Yeah. Like, at least for the first two, I could say she's like an active part of the plot, and I'm, I, 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 even if like, particularly in like New Moon, like Kristen Stewart gets nothing to do, and so she can't really like bring anything to the table. At least I kind of understood where Bella was standing throughout both of those. This one, I'm just like. Eh, I feel like we're just once again we're just wheel spinning because the next logical thing at this point is to turn her into a vampire and see how that goes. Like that is the next logical character progression step, and they're just holding off on that for some reason. Yep. And once again, I think it's it's a super interesting idea for Edward to not want to do it and to be hesitant hesitant about it because he thinks he's damned and he doesn't have a soul and and for Bella to argue with him over that and they never really do that and I don't get why she holds back on on the whole marriage thing um they try to address that so basically his ultimatum the the cliffhanger at at the end of the last one is all right I'm gonna I'm gonna turn you into a vampire but you have to marry me and she's hesitant about this and I don't get why, if you're being turned into a vampire and we're assuming you want to live with this guy forever based on how you look into his eyes, I don't get where why marriage is a big holdup. Right. Um, Explain. In, in the book, Defend Twilight, Tyler. <laughs> sure, sure. In the book, the general idea is like, okay, so she... Um, I mean, I think it's basically... I, I, I promise they do address this, but I, I'm having a hard time remembering exactly what the argument is. Um, but basically just, like, that is a... Like, she doesn't really like the institution of marriage, um, I believe is the, the foundation of that. I don't know. I'm, I can't remember it well. Let me... Let me I'm, look, I'm currently looking up um, the directors of these movies because I, I, need, I need something else to go on here. Why? Um why we're just going to consult the internet for our podcast why does bella not want to marry <laughs> edward oh boy bella never okay okay well like never mind i guess it's never whatever bella never really explains her reasons in the books boom i did it she she I is, pointed she out is, a flaw that breaks the movie apart and it also breaks the book apart. I win. She also she also just generally oh my gosh, this article, this blog post from two thousand ten has a work cited. And the cited works are breaking down eclipse. You know movies. somebody was doing that for a high school project. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Very possible. No, I, I think it was literally it, it's Twilight Romance twenty ten, so that's that's the. I still buy Thank it. you. Thank I you. I should doubling as a, as a high school project for a language arts class. Our, our work cited. Thank you, Twilight Romance twenty ten. Thank you. Anyway, um, so the the so first of all, the the directors for these these two following Catherine Hardwick. Correct. Did I get that right. Cool. Um, are Chris Whites, White Whites, Whites, and David Slade. Which is like, why? Why do the directors for the Twilight movies sound like guys who should be playing James Bond villains? 
That's and, fair. And two, let's let's figure. I'm just moving ahead. Let's figure out who the directors for the other ones are because I'm very curious now if there was at least some some idea, some semblance of a uh, cohesive vision for <laughs> these last two. So. <laughs> Some semblance of a cohesive vision. The Twilight Saga. <laughs> You're not wrong. Breaking Dawn Part 1 was Bill Condon. Um, I've heard of that guy. I don't know what from, though. Uh, again, not maybe not so much Bond villain, but like definitely just sort of... Uh, you're, you're, you're very... I don't know. Where, I don't know where I'm where, going where, with where that. Where have I heard that name I'm gonna, before? It was he. You heard of him because he also directed the Twilight Saga Part Two, Breaking Dawn. <laughs> Whatever it is, I said that out of he order. He did Beauty and the Beast. Which one? The the the, the I said Disney, the Disney one. I I was gonna say the <laughs> Disney one. The Disney remake. I guess I figured that. I forgot that there. I there have been other movies like that, like based on that. He also did public the Fifth work, Estate, right? the WikiLeaks movie with. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch that nobody liked except for me. <laughs> well, there you go. You're going to love these last two. Oh, dear God. It's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the... Oh, here we go. Um, <laughs> Just so you know, the Breaking Dawn Part 2 uh, in, in 2013 won Empire Cinema's Alternate Movie Awards for Best On-Screen Couple, Best On-Screen Kiss... Best fight scenes, best film villain, best male body. Um, moving on to the Razzies, it won worst picture, worst actress, worst supporting actress. Let's see, MTV Movie Awards for best shirtless performance. Kristen Stewart won a ro- won a won a movie phone phony award for most extreme role adjustment from Breaking Dawn Part Two to On the Road. I don't know what that's about. It's a French adventure drama film adaptation of Jack Kerouac's On the Road. I don't care. Uh, Nickelodeon's Kid Choice Awards for favorite <laughs> movie actress. Nickelodeon's UK Kids Choice Award for favorite UK actor. Children should not be watching or reading Twilight. The people. How damaging is this? If this is like this is where romance comes from. <laughs> if this is how you're educated about romance and how love works. Uh, the People's Choice Awards for favorite f- movie fan following for Twihards. If ever a word could be personified so I could punch it in the face, it would be that. <laughs> Who's Kellen Lutz? Is that a thing? That's uh, that's that's the big buff Cullen okay. guy who was in the Legend of Hercules movie with like a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, he won the Teen Choice Awards for Choice Movie Scene Stealer. So that's something to look forward to. I think it's a good scene. He probably just walks right. by. <laughs> oh, who's that? <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Tell me more. He just walks out of frame. That's his scene-stealing moment. 
Twilight Twilight Breaking so- Breaking Saga Dawn Part Two uh, did did win other awards. I'll leave you to look those up to the viewer, uh, so that you can you can enjoy those for yourself and make sure you get the full scope of the cultural impact of this movie. Not even this movie. The movie two two movies. Why why do you why do you hurt me like this? Is there a problem? Yes. And it was the Twilight Saga Eclipse. Woo. We've we've entered a strange realm, haven't we? How did the special effects somehow get worse from the second movie? It's a good question. Did you think the werewolf effects were, were like... I, I thought it was like a significant step down. The second I one, I was know. like, these are fine. And then the I third one, I was like, dear God, there are some bad shots. I don't know if I'd say significant, but like... Yeah. It was it was a noticeable <laughs> decline in quality. Yes. Yes. Uh, definitely, definitely you could notice that it, they were kind of fuzzier and, and not as much attention put into... Making those look right. Yeah, and maybe it's just because there were more of them, and they were actually doing like full-on action scenes. But it was sure it was weird. Um, do we want to talk about the tent scene on the mountain? Because I think that's like the worst scene ever made. You think so? They have to come up with some stupid way for for Jacob to be wrapped around Bella. That way, him and Edward can have an awkward argument. Well, granted, but they do actually. I mean. They're talking, and, like, I think they actually get some pretty good moments and, like, lines of dialogue. Yes, except Edward should be like, you almost caused me to kill myself, you moron. (laughs) I remember the last movie, do you? (laughs) Tyler, you texted me a realization while you were finishing up the New Moon book. Apparently all of that is, is made... A lot more clear and and less uh, negative to to Jacob. Yes, with regards to uh, Edward assuming that Bella has died. Yes, in the last book. Explain. Yeah. So, like, basically, to to recap, the last movie, uh, Bella and Jacob are at home, and the phone rings, and Jacob picks it up, and Jacob's like, and someone's asking for Charlie, and I guess I think we're supposed to assume it's Edward. I think they, they maybe they say it's Edward. In the and, movie, they they show Edward, like, on the other end of the phone. Yeah, yeah. And Jacob's like, he's not here. He's preparing for a funeral. Then, then in, a, in an angry Jacob voice, and then, then shuts the phone. Um, and then and then J- Edward's like, oh, no! And then he goes... To and I'm like, oh, no! Um, whereas... And, and the idea being that Alice had, like, told Edward about this, I believe. I, I don't remember for sure if that's a, a plot point, but... but Clearly, that's the only way he would have found out, or that's the only way the movie tells us he found out, at least. Um, and then he goes off to Italy, and Jacob's like, "No, Bella, don't go." And Bella's like, "You, you told him to go kill himself, but like, what are you, what are you doing?" And then he's like, "But don't go. It's fine. Don't go." And then she just drives off, and he's very sad. And it's like, why are, why do you feel? Why are we supposed to feel any any sympathy for anyone in this situation? And then at the end, Jacob's like, but you love me, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) I went to Europe for this guy, (laughs) not for you. 
Which is another Go thing. Go back is that home, shark boy. In in the book, Bella is is much more worried about the fact that she's leading him on, and that she feels like he's getting the wrong idea, and that oh, she's you mean constantly they actually, telling like him, talk about it. Yeah, yeah, and she's constantly telling him like, no, I, I like I like me some it's, Edward. You're it's not. amazing how how a medium that relies on on visuals and audio just completely forgets about the audio. Little bit, little bit. It's like, oh, well, you know, you're going to have to account for the fact that you can't put the character's thoughts on the screen. You should probably make sure they're uh, talking to people. And it's like, mm-hmm. Or, hey, we could just have Kristen Stewart narrate because she already does that and it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in the book, though, the idea is If you're going to have narration, have it have a point. <laughs> it's more convoluted, but also, like, it, it sort of takes the blame off of most people. Um, where, where Alice sees the vision of because the whole reason this happens is because it's Alice a failure thinks, to communicate it's about miscommunication more than Jacob directly trying yes. to to upset Edward yes because Alice sees the vision of Bella doing some cliff dive and she's like oh god Bella's trying to kill herself and so then she goes over there and then and she tells Rosalie the, the pretty vampire whatever who I was convinced that they changed actors actresses for her in between movies and never got a clearance of that. Probably never will. Who who's to say? There's really no way of knowing. I think Bryce Dallas Howard secretly played everyone in this movie. That's very possible. Um, she's that versatile an actress. She is quite versatile. Uh, she's also clearly the best. I mean, not not from the performances of this movie, but I'm I feel like clearly the the best actor slash actress uh, in the series. Maybe. <laughs> eh. I'd probably say Anna Kendrick still. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. But uh, anyway, um, they they have uh, Rosalie goes and, and tells Edward about about this, and that's how Edward finds out. And Edward pretends to be Carlisle, and he calls Jacob, and Jacob's like, uh, Jacob's angry because he doesn't like Carlisle. He doesn't like the Collins, and he's and Carlisle's like, hey, where's uh, where's where's Charlie, and then. Um, Edwards or um, Jacob's like uh, he's not in right now. He's preparing for the funeral, probably thinking that oh, like Carlisle, he's he's a man ar- around town. He's a local, even though he hasn't been there in a little while. You know, he probably heard about uh, Harry Clearwater, Charlie's friend, who has the heart attack because of Victoria in the movie. When that's just like a heart attack in the book, um, extremely strange. And then. Uh, it's revealed, oh no, that wasn't Carlisle, that was actually Edward uh, pretending to be Carlisle so that he could try and talk to, Char- to Charlie and all that stuff. And uh, so basically, like, it's it's a miscommunication, and then afterwards Jacob's like, no, please don't leave, the vampires in Italy are super powerful, they're gonna kill you. That's why he's saying, please don't go. He's like, hey, those vampires are gonna kill you. I would no, rather that not use, happen. Like, reasons to back up the arguments <laughs> they're trying to make. Like, and, and so it's like, yeah, um. and it's 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 so weird because it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't take any more changes. Like you don't have to manipulate things so much. Just do it straight as the text reads. Also, remember it how I pointed. If you're having like a hack, know nothing screenwriter trying to to adapt Twilight, yes, it shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> yep. Based on what uh, you're telling me, 
I haven't actually read the books myself. I could read them and say, these are much worse than the movie. I highly doubt that, but you never know. Hey, I doubt it. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, the the other thing, I, I you remember how I pointed out to you, I was like, man, or I, I, I pointed out a complaint I had where I was like, man, that Rosalie at the end, when they're having, like, the vote, she's just like, I'm so sorry for what I've done to you. Like, like to you and you and Bella and Edward, or how I've treated you, and I remember how I was like, man, that feels like that was kind of out of place. Um, I think you didn't have too much of a problem with it. Uh, she the whole point to is him a couple of times. The whole reason that that's a that's a scene in the book is because she's the one who told Edward about everything and led to Edward going to try and kill himself. So she's like super guilty and frustrated about that, and like extremely like regretful. <laughs> I need things to connect. I need characters to make actions, I'm, and those actions have consequences so, that then reflect back on the characters. I need things to happen that I'm, matter. Seriously, like, like my my visual visualization of this is that if you've got a graph, and on that graph, you anytime there's action, it's a spike. It goes up. Action. The the axes uh, on the up and the up and down axes is. is uh, Axis or axis action at the top words. I'm this this movie's destroying me. Uh, action at the top and then like dialogue at the bottom. Right, right. And and you got this graph chart in the book. Book's like oh spikes up. There's a big action. See, okay, go go back down. Okay, back up again. And and like the these movies, it's just like they 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 go down about like to eighty five percent on the uh, the 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 line. Um, and they're You're just making this way too complicated. They're just <laughs> drawing a line and chopping off all those action, those action peaks, and then they're like, "All right, there's our there's our movie. We found the action. Sounds good. Get those events in there, and then just move along with our day. Doesn't matter how they connect or if there's stuff underneath that's important. No, let's just highlight those scenes, and that's probably fine." I want you to get drunk and film yourself like Doc Brown in Back to the Future Part 2 <laughs> with a chalkboard, and you're trying to draw this. Like, somehow we skewed into an alternate tangent. <laughs> we have found ourselves in a bad adaptation. Alright, I'm done. I got nothing else. Yeah, sounds good to me. F. Yeah, <laughs> you can find us online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com you can find us on twitter at hctsequels you can find us through gmail at herecomethesequels at gmail.com uh, and you can find us on iTunes if you just search here come the sequels um, if, if you've been keeping up with our our recent endeavors uh, you may you may be aware that YouTube uh, they, they kicked us off for spam we were uploading the podcast to a claiming, channel there and claiming we were spam uh, YouTube was like, no, you're you're spam, and I was like, hey, but you know, we're not really spam, and they were like, yeah, but you're spam, and that was kind of how that conversation went. And Correct. so, we don't have a YouTube anymore. Uh, so we we did attempt to take our talents to Vimeo. Um, unfortunately, Vimeo discovered that we were responsible for a number of of murders of young women in the late 1800s uh, in in Britain. Um, and therefore, they have decided to to part ways with us. They have blocked our. Ironically, that's how we met our good friend of the podcast, Britain. That is true. That is that is true. We were murdering 
murdering someone um, under the guise uh, Jack the Ripper. And then he and, was just standing and, there in the corner, like in the shadow one night, yes. and then he just walked out and he said, this looks like a good bit of fun. He's like, hey, can I, can I join? Yeah. And then, That's and my we're Britain like, impression. Sure. That's my Britain impression is just my normal speaking voice. I hope I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, on, I, I felt good. like I was talking to Britain for a second there. And Joseph was the young lady we were murdering. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> given, given, that, given that this is the case, uh, oh, about will, to fall out of my chair. We will. Uh, we we have decided that that our our next best step will be to to, to go to Pornhub. Um, that's going to be that's going to be the the best place for us to take our videos. Uh, Pornhub is, after all, the superior video hosting service. So, I'm, I'm no comments. <laughs> I could try making a joke to further this, and I feel like it would just go downhill. <laughs> all right. Next week's the Twilight Saga: Breaking Dawn Part One. Bit of a bit of a teaser for you here. Uh, we, we've we've brought up Britain and Joseph. You, you may just be hearing from them soon, or not, or not. That's very possible. Uh, Things change. Can we can we get them to replace the two of us for Breaking Dawn Part Two? I think two? that'd be I think that'd be no, pretty good. No, 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 no. Like, like I, I don't want us all four in the room together, like, like real friends. I want, I want them to replace us. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we can hand over the keys to Britton and Joseph. They're much better at this than we are. <laughs> That's fair. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, we're 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 we 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 we're over the hump. We're 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 sixty percent of the way through this nightmare. That's accurate. End I have game. no other comments. End games around the corner. This, End game this, is coming out soon. This is fine. We're all fine here now. Mm-hmm. Thank How you for you? listening. We'll see you next time. Artist objective. Nothing is real. Uh, don't jump off a cliff. Or two.